We ask, Lord, that you'll anoint the preaching of your word. Help us, I pray, to receive it into our hearts. Lord, help us, O oh God, to live according to your word, to be strengthened by your word and by your spirit. Tonight, Lord, let there be an anointing and a favor of God upon this service. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. The word spoil is used in different ways today. Of course, when we think of spoiling or thing regarding or being relevant to the word spoil, we might consider a, a piece of food that would go bad. Maybe it was not refrigerated properly. Perhaps it was not looked after properly. And so one might say, I can't eat that. By now it is, it is spoiled. What do they mean? They mean that all the good that was associated with that food has has, has now been taken away. And, and what is left is no good. What is left is actually toxic. Uh, because the good has been depleted from that thing that at one time was very nourishing. At one time nutritious. At one time beneficial. Now no longer. It's, it, is, it is spoiled. You might even say it of a, of a, a person. Maybe uh, you might say it of your, of your precious little grandchild, maybe. I don't know, but they're spoiled rotten. And what you're, what you're saying, of course, what you mean is, is that you'll do anything for them. All they have to do is ask or give you those puppy eyes. And, and that's what you're really saying. But, but, but the truest sense of that word, what, what one is saying is that they're, they're being deprived of a lot of good qualities like patience and, and, and endurance and delayed gratification because they're, they're being loved on and doted on and being spoiled. And, uh, and so it's used in that context. Some might even refer to it as a, a way that somebody has, maybe, maybe you came to church and you didn't pay attention to who was playing in a particular sporting event, thank the Lord. God bless you for being in the house of God, not paying attention to the sporting event. And you want to wait to find out who won, and some well-meaning soul comes up and tells you the final score before you can find out on your own, and you might say they spoiled it for you. They're a spoiler. What you mean is they took all the fun out of it. They, they, they spoiled it for you. All of it means the same thing. The good has been extracted, and what is left is not desirable. And, and that's what this word means. But this word, particularly in Colossians chapter 2, is referring to a term of warfare. It's referring to armies that plunder and pillage, that that actually descend upon a, a place and remove from that place everything of value. Spoil. Spoil is not just a verb, but spoil is a noun. Spoil becomes the thing that 
that is of value. They don't see it for the treasure that it is to you. They see it for what they can gather unto themselves and, and satisfy their own uh, desire for it. And so it becomes their spoil. It once was your treasure, but now it is their spoil. And the, the generations of life and of the world have been full of examples of armies that have marched into battle, into various uh, bordering countries and conquered those countries, conquered nations, conquered people, and taken from them the richness that they held dear to themselves, taken from them the treasure that gave them sustenance, the thing they had that made their society valuable that gave them the ability to be marketable in trade and so forth. And so we see example after example of the spoilers. Whether they be Vikings or pirates, they're all seeking the spoils. And this is what the Apostle Paul is referring to when he said, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy, and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world. He's telling you that there are things in this world like philosophy and vain deceit that seem like innocent little ideas that have come across the landscape of education, come across the spectrum of societal speculation and, and, and conjecture. And it all seems innocent because to each his own, right? Everybody can kind of make their way through what they think and what they believe. But ladies and gentlemen, people can believe whatever they want to believe, but there is such a thing as truth. And truth does not change because somebody refuses to believe it. And so the Apostle Paul says that there are things like philosophy. And philosophy is, the philosophy of man is a dangerous thing. This word philosophy means the love of wisdom. The love of wisdom. Phil meaning love, philo, and soft meaning wisdom. That's why we named Sophia, Sophia. Wisdom. And so philosophy is, has to do with the love of wisdom. And so in the name of loving wisdom, there have been a lot of heresies that have been, that have been perpetrated upon mankind. In the name and in the guise of loving knowledge, there is this danger of trying to find out the Wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the world outside of Jesus Christ. I want you to understand that wisdom is not a thing you can attain unto, but Christ is made unto us wisdom, redemption, amen, sanctification and righteousness. Wisdom is not a thing. Wisdom is a person. Wisdom walked this earth. Wisdom is, is the word made flesh dwelling among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. 
You cannot obtain wisdom outside of Jesus Christ. There is such a thing as worldly wisdom, but worldly wisdom is not wisdom at all. And so the Apostle Paul warns us all the way back in the early writings of the New Testament church, telling us, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. You say, I don't really have anything of value. Oh, friend, you have things of value. If you're sitting here tonight, you hold in your heart the most precious and priceless treasure that the world has ever known. There is nothing greater than to sit and stand in the presence of Almighty God and enjoy the beautiful communion that you can have from your soul to the heart of God. Hallelujah. What I want to encourage you to understand tonight is that what you have is a thing of value. And it is not to be taken lightly. It is not to be taken for granted. It is not something that you should think is just one of many ideas, one of many viewpoints. No, no, no. This is the truth of God. And if you'll know this truth, this truth will make you free. The Apostle Paul said, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men and after the rudiments of the world. And not after Christ. For in Christ dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete. Oh, hallelujah. Do you know how much of a treasure that is? To be complete. Hallelujah. We take it for granted. We come in and out of church. And we just, we just so many times think that this is normal, that this, is, this has become so commonplace to us that we don't, we don't stop like we should and just say, God, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be complete. You're not broken. You're complete. You're not dysfunctional. You're complete. Oh, hallelujah. You might still have some things you're working on. You might still have some things that you're bringing to God. But the key is you're bringing them to God. You're taking them where you need to take them. You are complete. You're not complete in the systems of this world. You're not complete in the addictions of this world. You're not complete in the philosophies of this world or in the vain deceptions of this world. You are only complete in Jesus Christ who is the head of all principality and power. Hallelujah. The scripture teaches us very clearly buy the truth and sell it not. You first of all have to buy the truth. It is a priceless treasure. It is a precious treasure. You've got to buy it. How do you buy something that's the, the price of it is far above rubies? How do you buy something that, that you have no monetary ability to lay claim to? 
Elon Musk can't buy it with the means he has. Bill Gates can't buy it with the monetary means that he has. You hear what I'm telling you? Jeff Bezos can't buy it with the monetary means that he has. It has to be bought with laying down all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your strength. You can't buy the truth with half your heart. You can't get a Black Friday sale on the truth. You can't get a buy one, get one free on the truth. You got to lay it all down, hallelujah, on the altar. You've got to say, I want the truth and nothing else. I don't want a false imitation of the truth. I'm not looking for the knockoff version of the truth. I'm not looking for some cheap imitation of the truth. I want the real thing. I want the mighty God in Christ. I want, hallelujah, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I want speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. I want repentance from sin. I don't mean tolerating sin, dealing with sin, coping with sin. I'm talking about repenting from from sin. I want baptism in the only name that'll wash my sins away. I don't want some kind of a religious consensus determining how one should be baptized. I want the Bible to tell me how one should be baptized. I want the acts of the apostles to serve as the example of how somebody is to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins. Hallelujah. I want the real thing. I don't want the cheap imitation. I want praise. Hallelujah. Praise. Real praise. Holy Ghost praise. I'm talking about praise that will get in your feet and make them dance. Praise that will get in your hands and make them clap. Praise. Hallelujah. Praise. Praise. Praise is comely for the upright. I want want worship, real worship, worship that doesn't mind what other people think, worship in the beauty of a holiness. I will that all men everywhere pray, hallelujah, lifting up holy hands without wrath, without doubting. I want the real thing. I want the truth. Hallelujah. I want real love of God. The kind of love of God that will make you hate sin. The kind of love of God that will make you love the sinner. The kind of love of God that will make you love your neighbor as yourself. The kind of love of God that will put forgiveness in your heart. Hallelujah. And a soft answer on your tongue. The kind of love of God that will forgive those who trespass against you. Even as he forgives you of your trespasses. I want the real thing. I want the priceless treasure. And you have to know that this is a priceless treasure. This isn't just, we're not just some church in this city. This is a priceless treasure. We're not just one more branch of Christianity. This is a priceless treasure. We believe in one God. You heard what Paul said to the Colossians. He said, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. I need you to understand that revelation is a priceless treasure. He is not 
not just a great teacher. In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's not just another religious leader. In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All the fullness, all the fullness dwelleth in him bodily. Oh, you're gonna make me break. You're gonna make me break it down. I'm gonna just tell you what he is. His name is Jesus. He is the Father. He's the Son. He's the Holy Ghost. He's the Lion. He's the Lamb. He's the Good Shepherd, and he's the door to the sheepfold. He's the scapegoat. He's the first, and he's the last. He's the Alpha, and he's the Omega. He's science righteous governor. He's the all in all. He's the altogether lovely. He's El Shaddai, Elohim, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Shalom. All the fullness of the Godhead. Don't let anybody spoil you with vain deceit or philosophy, falsely so-called. Don't let anybody come up to you and tell you, hallelujah, that there is a way to live a life of peace without Jesus. Hallelujah. In our nation today, people are actually embracing communism. Communism at its root insists that there is no God. They have to insist that there is no God because they make people completely dependent upon the state. The government of man becomes their God. Some of the first things they tell children in those schools is, repeat after me, there is no God. In the name of Jesus, let it never be so in the United States of America. This needs to be one nation under God. They have to get rid of God from the consciousness of children because they can't compete with God. I said they can't compete with God, and they know they can't compete with God. They know that if they're going to provide everything to the human being, they're going to have to detach that individual from Jehovah Jireh, who is our provider. They're going to have to detach that individual from Jehovah Rohi, who is our shepherd, or Jehovah Rophe, who is our healer. They have to detach the individual from God in order to make the individual dependent upon the state. It is a philosophy after the tradition of men. It is vain deceit after the rudiments of this world. It is not after Christ. And we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And no matter what anybody tells you, socialism is a segue to communism. Socialism is not an end in itself. 
Socialism is designed to make people open to the idea of communism. It is the spirit of antichrist. It is ungodly. And don't let anybody spoil you through this philosophy or vain deceit. It's not just another political ideology. It's not just another political philosophy. It's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. It's a spoiler. It's an army of invaders. It's a wicked one on the horizon. You've got to understand who Jesus is and who that makes you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Jesus said that the kingdom is like unto a man. Hallelujah. It's like unto a man who, who found out, hallelujah, that, that there was a treasure hid in the field. The which when a man hath found... He hideth, and for joy thereof goeth, and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Hallelujah. Did you hear what happened? There's a treasure in a field. And when the man found out there was a treasure in the field, he sold all that he had. Everything that he had. He got rid of his ego. He got rid of his pride. He got rid of his false teaching and false doctrine. He got rid of the tradition he was raised up to believe. Hallelujah. He got rid of the vain deceit. He even let the friends go that were pulling him back into the world. When he found out there was a treasure in that field, he sold everything that he had. And he bought the whole field, oh hallelujah, for that one treasure. He bought the whole field for that one treasure. I'll tell you something, when you come into the church, there may be some things about the church of the living God you're not crazy about. But you better buy the whole thing for the one treasure. Don't you let a thorn here and a thistle there in that field prevent you from getting a hold of that treasure that lies deep within. I'm going to tell you something. The worst day in the church is better than the best day in the world. I would rather be on this ark. I said I would rather be on this ark. I know every animal under the sun is on this ark with us. I get it. I understand. It's not always pleasant. And as a matter of fact, a lot of times it's inconvenient. But I'd rather have this ark than the storm that's going on on the outside. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men and after the rudiments of this world and not after Christ. I'm not getting off this boat. I'm not getting off this boat. I'm not getting off this boat. The world can mock us on this boat. The world can ridicule us on this boat. The world can say, it's not cool to be on that boat. But I'm going to tell you that the windows of heaven are going to open. And the judgment of God is going to come. And you better beware. Lest any man spoil you through philosophy. And vain deceit. Don't listen to this philosophy that says that everybody is right and nobody's wrong. Don't listen to this philosophy that says morality does not matter. Don't listen to this philosophy that says perversion is normal. 
Don't listen to this philosophy. Hear what I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't listen to this philosophy that tells you that you can't overcome your past. Woo. Hallelujah. My God have mercy. You know, I have seen situations where people have been delivered by the blood of Jesus from the sin of homosexuality. And there have been people in this world who have cast stones at them that said you could never be delivered from that. That is not coming from God. That's coming from the devil. That's coming from the accuser of the brethren. That's coming from the liar, the father of liars, the one who cannot tell the truth. He doesn't know the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I've come to tell you that the blood of Jesus can break every sin. He can break every shackle. He can break every chain. If you're struggling with the sin of homosexuality, God can wash you whiter than snow. God can cleanse you and make you whole. God can lift you up out of that pit of despair. It is not an alternative lifestyle. It is a spiritual bondage. And it doesn't matter how accepted it becomes in our world. Don't let anybody spoil you. Through philosophy and vain deceit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And don't listen to the perversion of this world that tells you that pornography is okay. And don't let the perversion of this world tell you that adultery is fine. And don't let the perversion of this world tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that it's all right to be a fornicator. Or it's all right to be lewd and lascivious. All of it is sin and comes short of the glory of God. It's time to, it's time to be under the blood of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you like it is, when you come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, you are no longer who you used to be. It doesn't matter what you used to do, the blood will wash you clean. It doesn't matter where you used to go, the blood will wash you clean. That's a priceless treasure. That's a priceless treasure. I said it doesn't matter what path you've traveled when you come into the church of the living God all things are passed away all things are become new glory what a priceless treasure what a priceless treasure that you can walk out of any any lifestyle you can walk away from any kind of an addiction. Heroin, you can walk away from it. Cocaine, you can walk away from it. Alcohol, you can walk away from it. Nicotine, you can walk away from it. What a priceless treasure in a world that tells you you'll be addicted for the rest of your life. Oh, I wish I could preach it like I feel it. Oh, it's a priceless treasure to be able to say what the world couldn't do for me. Jesus did it for me. He broke the chains. He broke the bondage. He gave me victory. That's a priceless treasure. I'm going to tell you something. He can put your marriage back together. I said he can put your marriage back together. 
You might have gone down into the deepest, darkest valley, but the blood of Jesus, I'm going to tell you that it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. What are you trying to do, Pastor? I'm trying to remind you of how precious this treasure is. This isn't something that you just do because you were raised in it. I was born into this, so I got to go to church. No, 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 a thousand times. No, it's a priceless treasure, and don't let any vain philosophy steal it from you. He can take your fear away. I'm talking about crippling fear. I'm talking about disabling fear. Fear of heights, fear of others, fear of failure, fear of spiders. He can take every fear that you've ever had. The perfect love of God can step down into your world and take your fear and cast it out of your mind. Cast it out of your heart. Cast. Cast. Cast your fear out of your being and give you victory over every insecurity. It's a priceless treasure. He said the kingdom of heaven is like a, a man, a merchant man, who went seeking for goodly pearls. And when he found the pearl, my God have mercy, the pearl of great price. Mm, hallelujah. Glory to God. He didn't negotiate it. He didn't try to bargain them down to a more reasonable price. He didn't say, I'll give you this if you'll give me that so he could advantage himself better. No, no, no. He sold everything that he had. Stop trying to have your cake and eat it too. You've got to understand that when you get a hold of this thing, you have to sell everything you have. Hallelujah. And get a hold of the one pearl of great price. No looking back. No turning back. I'm never going back to the way I used to be. I want Jesus. I want the blood. I want the word. I wouldn't trade anything for what the Lord has done in my life. Silver and gold I don't need. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. This is the power of God. It's a priceless, priceless treasure. I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't trade anything. I wouldn't trade anything. Hallelujah. I love being able to plead the blood of Jesus over my home. And I know what God does when I do it. I love to plead the blood of Jesus over my children. And I know what God does when I call on his mighty power. Hallelujah. I love to be able to call on his name and know I have direct access into the heavenlies. I have direct access to the throne of God. I can boldly approach the throne of grace. It's a priceless treasure. Beware. Lest any man spoil you. Hallelujah. Beware. Lest any man preach another gospel unto you. Paul said, though we are an angel from heaven. He's talking, when he says we, he means Paul, Peter, John. 
he's talking about the apostles. Though we or Gabriel, an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you. Gabriel doesn't get to change it. Paul doesn't get to change it. Peter doesn't get to change it. John doesn't get to change it. Even God said, it's impossible that I could lie. He said, thy word, David said, thy word hast thou magnified above thy name. David said, thy word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. My God, it's unchangeable. It's the priceless treasure. It's a priceless treasure. Don't trade this wisdom. Don't trade this holiness. Don't trade this oneness of God. Don't trade the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Don't trade the new birth experience. Don't trade talking in tongues. Don't trade dancing in the spirit. Don't trade prayer and fasting. Don't trade loving your neighbor. Don't trade it for anything. There is no cheap little high worth sacrificing this precious and priceless treasure. Oh, God. Oh, God. The thing that always, that always grips my heart with concern, I don't like to say with fear, but with concern, is that if I would pass away, I just, I just want my voice to be present with my children and with our young people, not my voice, but this word, I want it to be present. And I'm going to, as long as I've got a voice, I'm going to declare this word. Hallelujah. And I want it, whether I'm alive or gone to glory, I want it to resonate through every experience they have in life. Should the Lord tarry and I have grandchildren, I want this precious, priceless treasure to resonate in their heart and reverberate in their mind. And don't let tragedy prevent you from serving God. And don't let famine or nakedness or peril or sword, don't let anything separate you from the love of Christ. You are more than a conqueror. If I'm gone on to glory and can't stand behind this pulpit, you're more than a conqueror. Through Christ Jesus that loved us. For I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea. And for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love. And unto all riches, of all riches, all riches, hallelujah, of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God, and of the Father, and of Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. Oh, God. Oh, God. Protect your people, Lord, from any false prophet. Protect your people, Lord, from any false teacher. Protect your people, Lord, from any false messenger. But let them be immersed 
baptized, covered up in the mystery of Jesus Christ. The knowledge of God, the Father, and Christ. Let them be completely immersed in the revelation of the mighty God in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands and praise Him right now. Come on, give Him praise right now. I need somebody that has a revelation of who Jesus is to praise Him like you know who He is. Come on, praise Him like you know who He is. Praise Him like you know who He is. Hallelujah. Praise Him like you know who He is. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. He's not just like, He's not just one of the prophets. He's not just Jeremiah or John the Baptist or Elijah come back. Hallelujah. He is the Son of the living God. He is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Come on, somebody. Praise Him like you know who He is. Come on, somebody. Praise him like you know how much this revelation is worth. Praise him like he's the healer. Praise him like he's the savior. Praise him like he's the deliverer. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, stand with me right now. Stand with me right now. Stand with me right now. And stand up clapping and shouting and giving God praise. I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me. I, I've, I've lived long enough now to see the pattern of people walking away from God. I see what happens to their children when they let somebody, some man, something spoil them. Like an invading army, a fence comes. And robs them of their devotion to the mighty God in Christ. Robs them of the peace that passes understanding. Steals from them the love they have for their brother or sister. I've seen what happens to their children. I've seen what happens to their homes. I've seen what happens to their own minds.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give praise unto the Lord right now. Hallelujah. I want somebody to come right now. Come right now in the name of Jesus. I want somebody to step down here right now and say, Lord, I don't ever want to take for granted what you have given me. Lord, I don't ever want to take for granted this precious treasure in an earthen vessel. Come on, that's it. I need some folks who may feel the pressure of this world weighing against you. Come on, bring it right now to God in the name of Jesus. Bring it right now to God in the name of Jesus and say, Lord, Lord, I've given you everything. Thank you for this truth. Thank you for this precious truth. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. I want you to come down and bring a prayer for your loved ones with you. Bring a prayer for your loved ones with you right now. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the assurance of God in this house. I feel the assurance of the Lord in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let God, let God take you to the banqueting house. And let his banner over you be loved. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Come on, that's it. Rejoice in the truth right now. Rejoice in the truth right now. Rejoice in the truth right now. Woo.